What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I thought that it would be fun to do kind of like a little update on how it's been without social media for the last 30 days. I say that loosely because I do create on social media, so I have used social media, but ultimately what I stopped doing was consuming so much content, and that I think is what is the big... Um, just the big factor here and something that affects all of us. I felt for so long that I wasn't going to be able to stop being on social media because I'm a content creator. And what I realized is that there really is a huge difference between creating content and consuming content. And actually consuming too much content is it can hinder your creation if you are a creator on social media. Um, And for some reason, I just always have felt like I had to be in the know to create content. I had to create relevant content. What's trending? What's, you know, what's going on right now? And I think that that was just something that I was lying and telling myself. I think that can be very true for a lot of people, especially people that create solely trending content or, um, you know, they're giving information on like latest news or latest pop culture stuff or what's going on. You know, I've just always thought that I had to be in the know with everything to know like what's relevant, what's going on. And I think that that actually ended up hindering my creativeness inside of me. Um, so If you want more context on why I decided to stop being on social media, I have a whole YouTube video. It's kind of like a get ready with me. If you want to look back and check on there, it's on my YouTube channel, Brianna Fox, if you're just uh, mainly a listener. But if you are watching on YouTube, it's just like a few videos back. Um, But I posted it about a month ago. And in the video, I just kind of explain where my mindset was at and why I wanted to delete all of my social media apps. And I believe that day that I recorded that video is when I deleted them. Um, So now it has been over 30 days. It's been a full month, I think a month and five days actually. And I'm here to update you on my experience, why I did it, how it's going, what's working, what's not working, how you can implement these things. Um, I know that it can seem very overwhelming to do, especially from like the response on that video that I did. A lot of you guys are kind of feeling the same way or you're wanting to set boundaries with social media, but you don't know how, you don't know where to start, or even maybe you do know how, but you need that push. Um, And I'm here as someone who creates content on social media to tell you that it is totally possible and also that it's totally worth it. So let's get into the why to begin with. And it's funny too, because I've always wanted to do this. Uh, I remember years back, I think it was in 2020, I posted on Instagram stories talking about how I really wanted to like delete my social media apps, but I still wanted to post and I like, you know, all the stuff that I've been saying, but I was just so in my head about it. And there's this content creator that I had met at at an event years prior and she always not not necessarily that she gave the vibe of this but it was absolutely this like she had proven herself to be this way by like only wanting to be friends with people that like she could use to get ahead so we've always like stayed at like an arm's distance um and like I'm sure she's like a really nice and sweet person but she messaged me just basically telling me that I was going to fail if I did this and like told me that like it like I absolutely needed to keep them because otherwise like my business wouldn't do well. Um, I don't want to say that I took her advice because 
it wasn't because of her that like I never did it. I just always stayed in my head. But just never let other people's negative opinions or limiting beliefs affect you. Um, Easier said than done. We're all going to do that at some point or another. But it's just funny how that's what I've been told and that's what I've told myself. And within the last month of doing this, my social media has actually done better. So just saying that, especially if you are a content creator and you're thinking about these things, um, at the end of the day, limiting, limiting your social media consumption actually allows you to create more content, create more organic content to you. It's more authentic. It's more you than anything else because you're not being influenced by other things. And ultimately, you're going to have more free time to be able to create content. And even if you don't have more time to create the content, you have more time to just think for yourself and come up with ideas on your own. And that is how I began creating on social media to begin with. It was purely because I was feeling creative and was excited. And I had learned how to do makeup from watching Julie G713 and Candy Johnson, like all of that to say, when I started doing YouTube videos and when it was like really doing well, it's, it's always been because I'm creating something that like I wanted to create. And I I made a friend who she had so much drive and loves to post and loves like being on social media, but would put her content into a mold. And I find that this is honestly and sadly like the only, not the only, that's that's not true, but it's it's more common than not to do this, where you put your ideas into a mold. So say that mold is this, posting one time on Instagram, and then you post three to five times on Instagram stories. You post three to five times on TikTok. You post once a day on YouTube shorts and once a week and, and one to three times a week on YouTube. You have to have above the fold. It needs to grab your attention, tell people to stop reading. And, you know, the list goes on on all of the best practices for the quote unquote perfect influencer or whatever. These things didn't really start to become a thing until like the algorithms really became popular. So I would say like 2017, 2018, that's when I really started to notice that people were like following a certain mold of, again, the quote unquote perfect influencer. So I made this friend and a lot of her um, business was revolved around these like best practices. And that's for some people that works. That's why it's become a popular way of doing things. Um, But for me, I have always told myself, like, I don't really fucking care about that. I'm going to do whatever I want. And it's worked out for me thus far. When I'm thinking back to times where I haven't enjoyed the creation part, or I've felt stressed about it, or I've felt overwhelmed and like I can't be myself, is when I'm trying to fit into these molds of you need to post here, you need to post there, and it has to be on all of these different places. And so um, I'm kind of just realizing that the last few days, actually, that it's it's when I've tried to fit into these perfect molds, it hasn't gone well for me personally. Does it work for other people? Yes. And that can actually be like a good way to like structure your business. Um, if it wasn't, then it wouldn't be known to do things this way. But for me, I've always just like, you know, I want to do like a, like a, 
green smoky eye with like a peach lip. I don't know. And I feel like doing that on a random Tuesday. Usually because it's something that I am excited about and want to do, it will perform well because you can tell that I'm like enjoying it. So yeah, going back to like the whole reason why I wanted to do this like little, not I don't even necessarily want to call it a social media detox, even though that is what it was, but more so just creating boundaries around social media. I just started to feel like I had to fit into this box that like my creativity wasn't enough. I had to do everything everywhere because I see so many people doing that online and then I noticed that because I was thinking that you know I was I was subconsciously comparing me to these other people um and then it got me thinking hey that you know that's not making me happy (laughs) it's actually making me feel very overwhelmed and I just it, it just always felt like no matter what it just never felt like I was doing enough. Um, and then I also felt like just from a a separate perspective, which is probably a perspective that you guys can relate to if you don't create content on social media is like just being in the know with certain things, like with pop culture and everything. Um, it was nice just like knowing what everybody was talking about or what, um, I don't, even if people weren't talking about it, it just felt like we all knew the same information. We're all in the know on what's going on in the world. And I'm not even someone that likes to know news things. Um, I just felt more almost connected to like know stuff that's like even going on in pop culture and stuff. Um But one thing too, like I remember at my bachelorette party a few years back, few, 21, two years back, um, everyone was talking about different TikTok things, like different sayings and stuff. And I remember feeling just like out of the loop, like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about, but everyone would like giggle about something or like say, you know what I'm talking about? Like if I just picked up some corn and was like, oh, I really like corn we would all kind of giggle about it because we know the trendy TikTok of the little boy loving the corn and then the remix, like we're in the know. And for some of you who don't uh, know about that, you're, you probably are feeling out of it. Like you don't know what I'm talking about. So stuff like there were multiple instances like that where that's kind of like what eventually got me sucked back into going on TikTok was just like being in the know. I found myself just being so overly stimulated. Like that's straight up what TikTok is. But even just with being online in general, it felt like I didn't have an original thought anymore. It felt like even the the fun ideas that I had, it was like, well, do I have that idea because I have that idea or do I have that idea because I saw it somewhere some, at some point and now I have that idea. And still at the end of the day, artwork is all regurgitated. Everyone, you know, there really isn't an original art piece. It all comes from somewhere. You get inspiration somewhere. But I don't want to get inspiration from people that are doing the same thing that I'm doing anymore. And that's what it just feels like content had become was at least from what I was seeing was that like everyone in the space is doing things the same way. Everyone is a copy and paste of each other. And I don't know, it just didn't seem as fun anymore. And it almost just felt so 
monotonous. I felt like I was just kind of a robot. Like, okay, I'd go to the bathroom. What am I going to do? Whip out my phone. I'm standing in line at the grocery store. What am I going to do? Whip out my phone. I'm at a stoplight. If I'm there for long enough or there's traffic, I'm going to whip out my phone. I'm actually really good at not texting and driving. And I'm really good at not like fiddling with my phone while driving. But if I'm sitting there, I will pick it up or used to. So it just felt like no matter what, if I opened my phone, I would just like automatically go to Instagram or go on TikTok or go on whatever, just to fill myself, fill up my time with anything other than an ounce of boredom. We've become so spoiled and it's like we can't just sit with with our thoughts anymore. Um, and I've also, which I'll get to this later, but I started going on more daily walks and I stopped listening to podcasts and I stopped listening to podcasts and I stopped listening to music too because I just feel like everything is just so noisy all the time. It's like I, I'm constantly listening to something and it's nice to just like listen to the wind and like listen to my dog and just just walk and think, you know, and not be like just consumed with listening to stuff, you know? Anyway, so that that was kind of just like how I was feeling and I had kind of gotten to my breaking point of just being so overwhelmed, so overly stimulated. My creativity had just like gone away and I honestly just felt desperate for a change. So it was almost just like, I don't want to say unintentional because it was definitely intentional, but I hadn't thought about it too hard. And one day I just like deleted everything and I actually didn't go on anything for a week. I didn't create either. I just spent some time with myself and just like cleaned my entire house because I just that I like to clean when I'm like stressed and overwhelmed and whatever and it kind of just got me thinking about like life in general and how like I don't know just like how I had have fallen into this content creator position and also just almost exploring the idea of well what else could there be you know and I'm not making any sort of like career change or anything but just being open to the idea of anything in the future has felt very refreshing because I think that sometimes or maybe it's just with age but you know once you decide on a career or you decide on like a big a big thing it's scary to to even be open to the idea of that not being that anymore I feel like that's kind of I wonder if that's how it feels when people move homes because I was thinking recently you know whenever the time comes if we move out of the home that we live in that's going to be weird like I'm not going to want to change I'm maybe that's just me because I'm someone who just doesn't like change but um yeah just within that week specifically I just became more open to the idea of you know I can do whatever I want it's my life and and I've got a long life I'm young Um, I'm open to whatever and that alone just like kind of just like letting that letting me feel that way and letting whatever possibilities come and opportunities just kind of like going with the flow and so that just felt very freeing on its own so within that week when I was like cleaning and stuff I, I did so much research on 
um, like dopamine and I watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix two times actually. I highly recommend everybody watch that and listen to, I'll link some stuff in the show notes as well as in the YouTube uh, description of the video on like just some of the things that I watched and listened to just to kind of like it helped support the reason I was feeling the way that I was feeling because I honestly just kind of felt a little crazy because in my head I feel like I'm alone and it felt like everybody else had it figured out everyone else had boundaries with social media and the more that I would research and the more that I would share how I was feeling the more I realized we're all kind of feeling this way and now you might be listening and being like I don't feel that way that's great. I'm glad that you don't. Um, but I think, and it's not even that like social media is evil and it's bad and blah, blah, blah. It's actually really great, but it's a tool that we're supposed to use for a certain way. And it's a tool that we're supposed to use in a certain way. And when you use a tool in the way that it's not supposed to be used, it can actually cause damage. So just filling that time, like learning about social media and the damage that it can cause. And even just like how I was saying, I was feeling like a robot. I wasn't opening these apps willingly. I just kind of like went to them. It's programmed that way for a reason. It's programmed that way. Like, have you ever gone on Instagram and then you close the app and then you open it back up again? And it's almost like you're, you're, you're searching for something. Um, Andrew Huberman explained it as and he's a neuroscientist, he explained it as like if you were studying a dog and a dog was digging and looking for a bone that wasn't there and kept looking for it and kept looking for it, they would say that the dog was sick. And that's kind of how we are with social media. We keep searching and searching for a new thing, a new hit of dopamine, but it's not coming. We don't know when it's coming. We're almost sick in this way because we're just addicted to the social media. And that's where it all comes down to is, like I said, the social media isn't evil. It's not like a bad thing, but we do need to create boundaries. It's kind of like, I, I like to compare it to like junk food. <laughs> like if you wanted ice cream or whatever, you wouldn't want to have that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day for the rest of your life. You're not going to feel very good. It's not going to fuel you. You need, you know, real food. <laughs> Is it great every now and then? Absolutely. You know, you have to set boundaries and parameters around things for it to work in the way that to, to work in a way where it works for you instead of you being a slave to it. So that's ultimately what I've learned out of this is that most of us haven't created boundaries with social media, especially with children. I feel like that's got to be very difficult uh, raising kids in the world that we live in today. And even just, you know, just with like technology and how it's advanced and how, you know, that's a whole separate topic of discussion. Like I don't, I, I that's got to be so overwhelming. But I think that, I guess I can touch on that a little bit. If you are concerned about like your kids, like technology use, you know, I think a way that it can help is maybe it's just starting with, you know, yourself. And that's kind of something I've thought about too. Like whenever we do have kids, how can I expect my kid to not be interested in my phone if I'm on it all the time? And to fix that, I have to fix my own boundaries with my phone. So anyway, that is why I ventured down this whole path of deleting social media. I started with deleting TikTok because for me, TikTok is the most addicting. When I say I hate TikTok, it's because I love it so much because it gets me and like 
I'll open TikTok to look for something and then I'll spend three hours scrolling and I never even eventually looked for the thing that I originally went on there for. Um, It is just very addicting. That fast, grab your attention in three seconds. It's like crack. Um, So I deleted that first and then I deleted Instagram, but I knew that I still wanted to post on Instagram. So I would only allow myself to download the app to post and then I would delete the app again. Um, And then I would use Instagram.com on my laptop. That became very annoying. And actually I would use Instagram.com on my phone, but I couldn't post certain things on there. So I just found myself downloading the app a lot. So steps that I have taken in the past before completely deleting everything was I would set time limits on my phone for the apps. Where I found an issue with that was I would easily override it. I would just say, give me another 15 minutes or override for the day because I'd be in the middle of something and I wouldn't want to stop. So that was a lack of self-discipline on my end, but it was also like hard. That I felt like was harder for me to like have those time limits because it was still, it was like I was giving myself a taste, too much of a taste. I would give, I would give myself 20 minutes on Instagram and I would eventually spend over an hour on there because I was already on there for 20 minutes. So I wanted to keep going. So then I would just override the time limit and keep going. So that didn't work for me. That could work for you. I find that the time limits on the iPhone itself rather than in the app, because you can do a time limit on Instagram itself too. Um, But I find the time limit on the actual phone to be better because it will lock the app. You just have to be disciplined enough not to (laughs) to just override it. Um, The other thing that helps too is on Instagram, I've muted almost everybody that I follow and it's nothing personal. It's for me so that I'm not constantly seeing everybody's business all the time because I'll get stuck looking at everything. So I have to manually go and like search people so that I can see their stuff. Um, Unfortunately, that does mean that I do miss out on stuff, even like my friends stuff. But to me, it's like it's worth it for my mental health and just like my mental clarity not to see what everyone's doing all the time. I also don't follow a ton of people. I follow around 200 people, between 200 and 250 people. Um, I would say every few months I go through and kind of like cleanse that because I used to follow like 1,500 accounts. It was like the amount that I had followed since the beginning of starting my Instagram back in like 2013, 2012. And I just real like my feed was never ending because I was following 1500 people so I really cleansed that but I like to keep it right around 200 um it's not like I have like I have to be right at 200 or anything like that but I like to keep it low because I don't want to be following so many people that I'm overwhelmed again or that I'm seeing so much stuff all the time. Um, There have been times where like I'll follow someone and then like a week later, I'm like, actually, I don't think I want to follow this account anymore. But the mute, the mute button is amazing because I think too, it's weird how social media is. I mean, it's a social app. So you, you follow people that are your friends and if you unfollow them, then that, that causes beef. (laughs) You know what I mean? You don't want to start beef. So just muting people can be very beneficial. And I've found that's like one of the first things that I did that really helped me with like just just the oversaturation and stimulation of like constantly seeing what everyone's doing. Um, <clears throat> so those are things that I have done in the past. I think the time limits didn't don't really work for me that well, but muting does. Another thing that you can do is 
and this is something that I did this time that helped me stay off of everything was especially in the morning and at night, give yourself a certain amount of time where you're not going to be on your phone. So for me, I told myself not to touch my phone until after I've had my first cup of coffee, after I've gone for my walk and after I've gone to my workout. After that, then I can post something or then I can go to DMs because for me, I still wanted to use social media for like work purposes. So for like talking in the in the private messaging or posting something or whatever it may be that I had to be on social media for, for work, not for consu- not for consuming anything, but for work. So I put the limitation of I have to finish my coffee, go on my walk, do my workout. And when I get home, then I can go and do those things. That has really helped me too, because ah, this is very personal, but I, and I think I've shared this before, so whatever, but I put a lot of my identity into my job where it felt like that was the most interesting thing about me. And so I found that when I would wake up and like go to my phone and like start doing work, like I would just straight up go and like see how my video was performing that I posted the day before. And I would wake up and do that while I was like having my coffee. And I'm never, I've never been the person to like roll over, grab my phone and like scroll in bed. I'm just, I've never been that person, but I would do it when I have my coffee. And so I noticed that by doing that, by giving my first initial attention first thing in the morning to my phone and specifically to something related to work, like how a video was performing or how it was being received, reading comments, it I think subconsciously like told myself that that was like number one, that's the first thing I should check. And that's the first thing that is, that's ultimately what's most important. And so over the last month, by putting that parameter in place and putting those boundaries in place of actually no, like your alone time and your, your relationships and your dog, like that, your health, your wellness, all of that is number one. This, you know, the social media comes later that has been very helpful and I haven't really noticed how helpful that has been until the last like week. Um, I have been doing something else. I started doing morning pages from um, the Artist's Way book. That has been really helpful and so I do that when I have my coffee and that takes me about 45 minutes. I think that would be another tip is when you're trying to do these um like say, say you're, you're trying to put like a boundary around like not going on social media first thing in the morning, giving yourself something else to do that's productive in like the health and like wellness area. I think like replacing it with something else has been very helpful for me and I think it would be helpful for you. So um, I'm not a journaler. I don't enjoy journaling, but I've enjoyed the concept of morning pages because you just blurt whatever's in your brain. Like I started talking about a dream that I had. I started talking about like different random goals that I had. The only issue is now I have, I think I have like a pinched nerve in my thumb because half my thumb has been numb for like three days. So for three days, I haven't done my morning pages because I'm pretty sure that that's what it's from. So I need to, figure out something else. Maybe I can try to like write with my left hand. That sounds like it would be a bitch, but yeah. Anyway, 
I have really looked forward to that. As someone who hates journaling, that has been actually quite helpful, especially since like being off of social media because it gives me something else to do. And it makes me feel like I'm important and my health is important. My mind is important. And putting all of those other things before going on my phone, like it physically represents the importance and mentally I've noticed a change the last week specifically that I didn't even really intentionally do that on purpose. Um, but I'm, I'm noticing the effects of that now. So, um, and then also you can put those limitations and boundaries on at night. If you find yourself like being on your phone at night, I don't, because I feel like at nighttime, that's the time that like Ruben and I get to spend together. So I'm busy with that. Um, you know, busy making dinner. We watch a movie. We spend our day together. We spend our time together then. So, um, I don't find that I like want to be scrolling on my phone before bed, but if you find that you do maybe replace it with something else, read a self-help book, journal, you could read another book, even watching a movie, something else other than being on your phone. I've even found like before all of this, like watching a movie all the way through without scrolling on my phone at the same time. That (laughs) sounds crazy, but like that used to be a really big issue for me. And I have just found like just putting my phone down and actually putting the screen down too. So even though I always have it on vibrate, seeing the screen light up would like trigger something in me to like want to go touch my phone. So um, putting it face down in another room, I find that I'm like not replying to text messages right away, but it feels good because the other thing too is like the people pleaser in me, if I get a text message... I want to reply right away. Like I want to like rise to the occasion and like be there and give you an answer right away. And so, you know, keeping it on vibrate, putting it face down in another room is really helpful for me um, throughout the day and at night. But I guess for me, like social media at nighttime hasn't been an issue, but um, those are things that you can do instead if you find that you scroll on social media um, at night. Oh, and then the other thing that I did the first week that I don't do anymore because I feel like once I found that I like deleted everything, like I started to feel a lot better. And now especially I find that like it's not even really that hard for me to stay off of it, which is great. Um, But another thing that you can do is turn your phone to black and white. Um, Just Google how to do it. How do I make my phone black and white? And it will walk you through how to do it. But it turns your whole phone into grayscale so if you find that you still are like opening up these apps and re-downloading them over and over again and you like are stuck on it um the black and white screen makes it so much less appealing there aren't any colors it's literally just black and white so it's just not as interesting so that's something else that you can do i got a question on instagram one time where someone asked me that she said she deletes the apps all the time but she was like how do you just like what else can you do if you just keep re-downloading the app? And I just said straight up, like, you got to work on your self-discipline there because if you keep re-downloading the app and going on it and being stuck on it, at some point you have to, you know, we all have to take our accountability to not keep re-downloading the app. Once you've deleted the app off of your phone, there's not much else you can do if you keep like re-downloading it. At that point, you have to like have a check-in of like, okay, we're just not, we're not going to do that anymore. You know, gotta, you gotta stop. Um, if, if you're wanting these limitations and you want these boundaries and whatnot, um, because deleting the app, I mean, there's nothing else you can do (laughs) other than, I mean, maybe the grayscale can help you because now say, say you have that issue 
and you have your phone on grayscale, you re-download the app, you go on there, it's not going to be as fun. You know, that's part of it is now when I go on, I just don't really care as much. I'm not like, I thought that when I deleted the apps and when I was on it less, I thought that when I went on, I was going to be like, what did I miss? Who's doing what? What's going on? And I started to like go search for accounts and stuff. And I found that I'm like, uh, everything's just lackluster. It's not as interesting as I thought it was going to be. And that's great. That's, I was just not expecting that. And it's great. And it's not that like people aren't putting out good content because they are. I've just found that like I'm just way more interested in like reading a book and like cleaning my house and like focusing on my own shit that everything else is just not as interesting as I used to think that it was. So that's a silver lining. I have a section here that says what worked and what didn't work. Um, so what's worked is everything that I just said. Um, I put everything, LOL. Um, the only thing that didn't really work was the time limits on the apps, honestly. Um, so for me, deleting them off of my phone has been the most helpful. And then um, the other thing now is that I just need to be as disciplined as I was the first week because the first week I just wasn't on it like at all. My screen time for social apps in general was down to like eight minutes total a day. And that was just enough to like reply to a couple DMs, if that, and post and then get out of there. Now I'm finding myself communicating a lot more or searching other people's stuff. I bet that my social media, let me check actually, I bet that my social time on there is now like 30 minutes to an hour and I'd like it to go back down to like eight minutes. So that's what I'm finding now is that now that I've put these boundaries in place, I'm feeling a little bit more like, okay, I can trust myself to go on these apps without being like addicted, but I have been scrolling more. So I like, I like the feeling of being on there less. I like being in the know less. Like for instance, I started getting requests for like the latte makeup trend tutorial. It was fun to like have requests for something that I didn't know what it was. I had to go and search what it was where normally I would be like, oh yeah, I'm on it. You know, I like, like that's the thing is that there really is no missing out because people are going to bring that information to you. There's stuff going on in like, the beauty community, stuff going on in the world, all of that stuff gets presented to you. It, I feel like there's this fear of like, we're going to miss out on something huge. If something is big enough, it will get brought to your attention. Um, trust me, because everybody else is on social media. Um, so then I have a section here that says what it's allowed for me personally. So this is just a list of things that I've felt have improved or that I'm just like noticing more in my day to day. Um, the first thing is just more time for hobbies. I feel like, you know, when I a lot of times it just feels like there's no time to do things, right? There's no time just in the average day. It feels like 24 hours goes by so fast. And I've found that a lot of it is because we're mindlessly on social media. Even if it's just for an hour, that's still an hour of your day that you could have spent doing something else. And I also think too, like the whole point about like, not being bored at all, like when you're waiting for something, just that habit of picking up your phone just to like consume that time so that you can't, you know, God forbid we have any time alone with our thoughts. Just eliminating those moments gets you out of the habit of picking up your phone at any inconvenient time or not an inconvenient time, but like any time where you have downtime, picking up your phone, just getting out of that habit has allowed 
way more time throughout the day. So even if you're not someone that like sits there and like doom scrolls for four hours, if you find yourself having that habit of picking up the phone all the time, even eliminating that alone will help allow more time for other things. So the first thing is more time for hobbies. I found I just have way more time to read my book. I have way more time to do puzzles. I have way more time to play games. I play Yahtzee by myself. By the way, I'm going to be doing a whole episode on hobbies and things because for so long I felt like all I did was worked and then I'd have like a workout routine and even before that like there was a big chunk of time there where I didn't even have a workout routine so it just felt like all I did was like work and ate food <laughs> like that was it so over the last few years I've like just tried to like discover like what what you know think about like what do I really like to do outside of those things um and it can really help with like your self-identity and like just figuring out more about like who you are and all of that. So I'm going to do an episode all on hobbies, but I found that I've had way more time for that. And not only just more time for that, but I've been, I've had more time for excitement around that. Like I get excited thinking about those things because before I would think like, oh, I want to like read a book or, oh, I want to like do a puzzle or whatever. And that's like, oh, I don't, got, I don't have time for that. I would like poo poo it when really I do have the time. I just wasn't allotting time for that. Um, more time for free thinking. Like I was saying, like you're in your, if you're in the grocery store and you're waiting or whatever, just allowing yourself to think. I've, I've noticed this too, just like on my walks normally. And I don't think there's anything wrong with this either, but like I would put on like a self-help podcast and sometimes I, I like that. Um, but I've just noticed, you know, my morning walk is only 20 minutes long and I just enjoy listening to like nature and just having you know, just like normal thoughts go through my head that aren't influenced by like outside things has been really nice. It's been nice to just kind of like think for myself and just have time for that. Like just sit and be instead of like at any waking moment, opening up your phone if you're not doing something else. Um, Also listening to music more. I'm someone where if I'm going to choose between listening to music or listening to a podcast, I normally listen to a podcast. But lately, I think because I've just, I don't know, I've gone through just such a social media purge. I almost like just didn't want to listen to anybody. I've just wanted to like eliminate all like influence. You know what I mean? Which maybe I'll like get back into like a normal balance of things. But I found this playlist on Spotify called Bliss Kitchen and it is my favorite favorite playlist. I put it on while I'm cooking and even while I'm like in the car and stuff. It's just, I I did my makeup the other day and I listened to it. It's just such a good playlist. You'll just have to go and check it out. It's got like a bunch of Frank Sinatra type music on there, but also music from like It's Complicated and The Holiday and um, Aretha Franklin, just good good make you feel good music and I've been blasting music cooking doing puzzles instead of like which I do this too like I'll do a puzzle and watch a movie but sometimes I'll just have on music in the background instead of like trying to like focus on a movie and doing a puzzle at the same time just instead of you know how for I don't know I just feel like I've always thought that multitasking was a good thing and it can be a good thing but sometimes it's just like too much Like, I just want to do less. I just want to like focus on one thing at a time instead of like, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I've been listening to music a lot more. I've taken more time for little things. Like, I feel like 
even just doing the dishes or like doing the laundry, things like that, things that you, you just have to do. They're monotonous and annoying, of course, but I found that like, I haven't been like rushing as much. I haven't been, you know, because we have more free time now, I'm not picking up my phone at every second. So it's like, okay, even though this is annoying, let me just take some time to do it right. Put in the effort to make it look nice, you know, to fold the shirt nice and to, you know, clean the dish just right. Like, I know that sounds so silly, but just putting in the effort to do it full out instead of like, let me quickly get this done. Just enjoying the, I guess, I guess one would say that's romanticizing your life or whatever the fuck, but you know what I mean? Um, I've felt just naturally more like doing those things because, um, I just don't feel like I'm as rushed or in a hurry or, you know, I think part of it too is like, like part of the boredom thing is almost like giving yourself what you want when you want it. It's almost like little kid behavior. Um, like, like bratty little kid behavior. Like we're so spoiled with like, even I've been thinking about canceling my Amazon or not canceling my Amazon account. Let's not get crazy, (laughs) but deleting the app off of my phone because I'm so used to like, well, do I need that? Well, let me just, I know I can get overnight delivery. Let me just get that from Amazon. And it's, we're just so used to right now, now, now I want it now. And there's something about like getting away from that and putting a boundary around that, that now it's like, I don't really care to have my laundry done right now, now, now. It's, let me just put in the effort. Let me put the 10 to 15 minutes of effort into this load of laundry or these two loads of laundry to do it in a more meaningful way and thoughtful way. It's just, I don't know. There's so many areas in life that I've felt more thoughtful about and even just like driving, like taking the extra time to leave early, it makes it less stressful. And I've just felt way less stressed in general. Um, And maybe this is kind of going off in a different direction, but I just felt like all of this was affected by deleting social media and just being off of my phone in general because I'm not feeding that like little brat energy anymore. Because especially as you become an adult and as life has just gotten so much easier, we've all just become very... I'll just, well, not all of us. I'll just speak for myself. I just get very, you know, like, well, why would I go to the store and buy that when I can Amazon it to my house? You know what I mean? That sort of vibe. It's just, it's nice to take the extra effort to do things. And I find that like by not feeding that little brat energy of like, I'm bored. Let me just go on my phone. Like using my time for things that are more beneficial. It's just, it's been great. It's been life-changing. Oh, and yeah. And then in the last, the last thing that I've put down here was that realizing that social media really isn't that interesting. I talked about that before. I thought that when I went back on, I was going to be like, you know, so excited to see what everyone's been up to, you know, kind of like the mom on Mean Girls. What's everyone been up to? What's the hot gossip? What's the cool jams? I just really, I realized that I don't really give a fuck. The most interesting thing that happened was Taylor Swift announcing 1989. And that's all I needed to know. And I'm really excited about that. I will be counting down the days until October 27th. Also, her tour is going to be coming to Indianapolis. So I got on the wait list with Ticketmaster. We will see how much these tickets are. 
if they are a thousand dollars i will be watching it from home <laughs> but we will see so that's like the most interesting thing that's really happened but um one more thing too that i wanted to touch on kind of like being in the know one thing i did notice that when i was like on social media all the time is have you ever had it when someone sends you a meme or like a funny video or something and you're almost just like Ugh. I've seen this. How do I tell them that I've seen this? Or do I just laugh and fake laugh? You know, you know what I'm talking about. We've all been there. Um, it's been great to not um, know everything. <laughs> it's been great to like, like when someone sends me a funny video, I either one, don't have to pretend that I've already or pretend that I haven't seen it before, or I don't have to say like, oh, I've seen that. Because you know, you know, when you send a video and someone tells you that they've seen it, it's kind of like, ah, oh, damn it. Well, now I'm a loser. You know what I mean? I mean, that's dramatic, but you know what I'm saying? So it's nice to like be not in the know. It's nice to have the fresh information and then it makes them feel cool because they're sending you this hilarious meme or this hilarious video. It's nice to not be in the know and we really don't need to know everything all the time. I really don't think that we were designed to know everything all the time. You know, they talk about like our ancestors and how like we're designed to like be in our tribe, you know, our small community of people. Community is absolutely important, but not to the point where we need to be accepted by like millions of people, you know, that's very unnatural. Um, I was talking with my therapist at my last therapy session, um, which was like a month ago. Um, yeah, she was saying how I should, um, it would be beneficial for me to get more in community, just like not community online, but community in person. And so I've talked before about how I started working out at F45. And even though like, I'm not like talking to everyone there, seeing the same faces every day and like high-fiving people and just like being in community is so good for our mental health. And one thing that I've been looking for recently is a women's book club. If I'm being selfish, I would love one that's like my age group-ish because I've found some, but they're all like not my age group. Um, but yeah, that's something that I'm looking for. I'd like to meet with like women around my age that like read the same kind of material as me and like do a book club. And then I thought about starting one myself and then I was like, you can't, I don't want to commit to that. But anyway, if you know, if you're in the North, <laughs> Northwest Indiana area and you know of a good book club, please reach out to me because, or if you're interested in starting one, like if, if you don't, if you don't know of any, but like you're from the area and you're like down for the same thing, talk to me, reach out to me because I'm so down for a once a month girls book club. We can meet at each other's houses. We can meet at the library. We can meet at a Starbucks. I don't know. That would just be so much fun. And I'm looking for more community. And I've noticed just from getting off my phone and getting more like more in real life interactions, you know, just even just from going to this workout class, it's really it boosts your mood. It really does. There's something about having that in-person interaction. And I feel like in general, a lot of us tend to be hermits, even if people are extroverted. I think just the way that the world is now, especially since COVID, it's just um, naturally like there's so many more jobs that, you know, you work from home, you work remotely, you you don't go out as much, you know, um, but that is really important. And even though social media can be very 
social, you know, you're talking and connecting with a lot of people, it still isn't the same as an in-person connection. So I highly recommend getting out of your house, getting into community, um, grocery shopping for yourself. During 2020, I did a lot of um, Instacart to my house. And I noticed that even though that was so convenient and so nice to just like have someone go get my groceries for me, I now like I look forward to going and getting my groceries. I look forward to the quick little chit chat with the old man that hands me my cart. And the other day I was leaving and he was like, oh, what are you making for dinner? And so I like told him what I was making for dinner. And it's the little things like that that brighten your day, even though you don't really realize it. So um, anyway. That is my update on 30 days with my social media boundary. I'm going to be a little clickbaity and put no social media because technically my consumption was practically none. It was mainly posting, but I did go on social media because that was the thing is like I still wanted to post and have this be my job. Oh, that was the last thing I wanted to say was that all of my socials actually ended up doing better. Not TikTok because fuck that app. Um, <laughs> I completely deleted it. I'm over it. But I posted probably, I don't, I'll have to look and see how much I posted in comparison to the month before. But um, my videos are performing better. My stories on Instagram are performing better. I think it's just because what I'm posting is like it matters. It's or not necessarily that it matters, but it's just better. I don't know. I posted one Instagram story yesterday, hadn't posted days before, and it got double the amount of views. So it's it's almost like maybe what I'm posting is more interesting because I'm just posting less. I don't I don't really know. I don't understand. But um, I had one person comment on my video where I talked about deleting social media and she was like, you're going to get left on the dust. Like you might as well just quit your job. And you complain a lot for somebody who says that they like their job. And it's like, first of all, I've been doing this for 10 years. I've been creating YouTube videos for 10 years and social media has completely evolved into something else. And when I started it, you weren't expected to be on every other app. You were just expected to be on the one that you had committed to. Well, as times had changed, it was almost like, well, now you have to commit to posting here and posting there and being here. And it had just gotten away from me as I'm sure it's gotten away from so many other creators because now you're just expected to be on everything. Um, So my whole point with all of this was to get back to how it was before all of this nonsense because creating community and connection and and sharing our passions um, is how it all began for me personally and that's what and I've heard this from a lot of people is that's what they want to get back to and get away from like algorithms and all of that nonsense because that didn't even exist when we all started. You know what I mean? Um, But I just thought that comment was so interesting. And I was like, that's such a weird way to, you know, think about it. That like, if I delete these apps, then I'm just done for. (laughs) And I'm here to tell you, it did the exact opposite, which is what I was hoping it was going to do anyways. And I'm feeling so much more fresh and so much happier, so much more creative. The other thing was the artist's way book. If you have like a, like a similar job or not even a similar job, but like if you want just to feel more clear minded and more creative, I highly recommend that book. A friend of mine recommended it to me. My mom recommended it to me and it's been really great just to kind of like get out 
not necessarily not necessarily get out of my head almost like get more into my head in a way almost like get more into who I am really and it's it's been really great and it was like the perfect timing to start this little like 12 week course while also deleting social media it's the perfect little combo um I forgot why I even mentioned that but um yeah Anyway, I'm just feeling so much better and I'm excited for the next step. The 30 days actually kind of just like flew right past me, flew by. Um, It wasn't even until yesterday when I was like, okay, I'm going to record some podcasts today. What do I want to talk about? And I was like, oh, let me do a social media update because it has been 30 days longer than that. But yeah, anyway, feeling great. I think going forward, I'm ready to kind of restrict it a little bit more because the last two weeks I got a little bit more like... Um, just used to not being on it as much. So I could trust myself to keep the app on my phone and not delete it all the time. But just now looking at like how long I've been on each app and whatever, I think, you know what it is for me too? It's when I post something, I want to look back and see how it's doing. I want to see how it's performing. So that for me, I guess for the next 30 days could be like the next step and, um, to get out of that, to, to, to stop, caring so much about how something is performing and just do it. Just just do it. Just put it out there. Do a little post and ghost action um, and then set time limits for commenting and replying to comments and replying to DMs and things like that. And just like setting again, putting the, the right boundaries in place. And that can be different for you. This is just kind of like how I've been thinking about it for me. Um, but all in all, I am feeling a hundred times better than I was a month ago. I should look back at that video. I mean, it is, it's still very fresh. That was only 30 days ago. So I know, I know how I was feeling, but I, I'm here to tell you that I'm feeling so much better now and you can do it. If, I mean, it's very intimidating because it really is an addiction. Um, that was the other source that I referred to was the, um, I forgot the name of the book, but it's like the dopamine something by Anna Lemke. She talks a lot about addiction in that book and she has interviews as well. So if you don't want to read the book, she's got interviews on YouTube as well, but the book is really good because it goes into specifics about other addictions And then it makes you kind of reflect on social media and be like, wow, those things are like way more serious. You know, like she talks about like drug addiction and sex addiction and stuff and just the extremes that those can show up, you know, and the ways that those can show up and how social media addiction is wired in the same way. So it's just you just learn a lot in that book. And I just really loved it. It's another great source. I'll, I'll put that down below as well. But anyway, that's it for this podcast episode. Let me know any of your questions that you have over on either the comments on YouTube or on the Brie and Me podcast Instagram page. Um, and if you haven't left a rating or review, please do. You can do that on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. I would really appreciate it and it really helps the show. And also let me know what other topics you'd like me to discuss. I'm kind of coming to a brain fart here on what to talk about next. Um, I do have Amanda coming over tomorrow and we're going to be recording a couple of episodes. But yeah, let me know what you are interested in hearing me talk about. I can do another Q&A soon. Um, 
and with fall approaching, I've got some ideas, but other than that, like I'm kind of all of my solo episodes, I'm nervous that I'm running out of ideas. So <laughs> please let me know what you'd like me to talk about next or who you'd like me to have on, who in my personal life you'd like me to have on. Um, I'm ready to have some new guests come on. So you just let me know what you want to hear from me and who you want to hear from. And that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.